0: Welcome to the Chelsea Fancast Preview Show, our little uh, you know, gathering of a Friday to uh, to kind of wrap up what's been going on in the Chelsea world during the week. And of course, look away, look ahead to the weekend's game, which of course this weekend is the uh, FA Cup tie against Luton Town. Uh, now, uh, other than me, uh, Stamford Chidge, I have, of course, the Right Honourable Lord uh, Privy Seal, Mr Jonathan Kidd. <laughs> Lord uh, Seal of the Privy, even, if you prefer. I've been
3: promoted. I thought I was an earl last <laughs> week.
0: A duke. A, a duke, duke, maybe. A yeah, so duke, how duke. are you? You all right? Great, thanks,
3: yeah. Good. Great, great, uh, yeah, yeah.
0: Lovely stuff. We've also got uh, a bastion of the Chelsea fan cast and social media and everything, really. it's everybody's mate, really, Dan Silver. Good evening, chaps. Good to see you. Now, um, Good to be here. we will later on, we're going to be hearing from a, a lovely young man called uh, Lewis Williams, who... Uh, He does the Luton Town... uh, Interesting title. I must ask him about this when he comes on. The Luton Town International Podcast. So there you go. And he'll obviously be giving uh, the Luton Town perspective for the match on Sunday in the opposition view. Um, And we'll obviously be talking about our own preview of it after him. But uh, first up, we've got... uh, And and I and I, I say this with feeling today. I do say this with feeling. We have one of our own. He's our friend, actually. Okay? Mr. Liam Toomey of The Athletic. Uh, and as you know, we always have a journo on every Friday to uh, discuss what's been going on in the Chelsea world and everything. Um, serendipity has, de- has has meant that we have Liam on tonight. It's been a bit of a day for you, hasn't it, Liam? I, f- I think the first thing I should ask you is, how are you? I'm fine,
4: honestly. Um, <laughs> I've had a lot of messages asking me the same. But uh, I feel a bit awkward about all of this because I think there there isn't really any, any issue, no. you know, um, you, you, um,
0: you and Frank still mates? So I think that's what we all want to know. Well, I mean, explain uh, what's happened for those who don't know, because there are those
3: in okay, the, so, frame so, frame the who might not so, know. Sure.
0: So, like I mean, JK, a bit,
4: yeah. A bit of the, <laughs> a bit of the background to this, so I'm, because I'm sure if you've only seen like the one minute clip, um, it won't make a lot of sense. What actually happened? So, basically, Simon and I, Simon Johnson and I. Um, published a story shortly after the manchester city game a couple of weeks ago uh a bit too shortly after the manchester city game a couple of weeks ago for some people's liking and i completely understand that
0: um we we weren't too happy as i recall
4: yeah i i completely understand why people have an issue with the timing you know it was a it was a it was a difficult decision and the only thing i'd say is there's never a good time to yeah. to run a story like that um but we were prepared for the reaction. Um, And we, you know, the story was that Lampard's position was under threat. It was based on credible information um, that we'd heard in the preceding days and double and triple, triple checked um, because you don't report something like this lightly. Um, And that of course has kind of launched the conversation um, or changed the nature of the conversation around Chelsea in the last couple of weeks. We've now, um, credible information that, you know, the club are looking at alternatives and certain names, certain specific names have been reported. Um, and I'm, I'm sure all of these things are annoying Frank Lampard and it's completely understandable that they would be um, and that they'd be under- annoying people at Chelsea. The other relevant bit of context, I think, to what happened today is that I wrote a piece earlier this week, um, which was a tactical piece um, in which I went through a program we've got called y Scout. Uh, we've got access to.
3: It's um, a very fine piece, Liam, very fine indeed. Yeah, I sort
4: of went frame by frame through um, some sort of key stretches of the Leicester game because the more, especially when I went back and watched it, um, you know, I often find that process helps me when I go back and watch a game again to actually better understand what's happened. Um, and it seemed like all of the issues that we've been talking about with the Lampard era um, were all evident in one game. You know, the issues that have come up more with the the current squad and the issues that were um, in some of Chelsea's worst performances last season as well. Um, so that piece was written just purely from that perspective to highlight all of these things are now happening at once and, The fact that they're all happening at once and they're happening relatively consistently because it was quite similar against manchester city as well is a big problem um and when you couple that with everything we're hearing in the background about the the perilous nature of of lampard's job um it's it's a it's a bleak outlook right now Mm. Uh, and none of that was intended as personal criticism of any of players or or of lampard himself we're just kind of trying to talk about the situation as it is. But I understand, obviously, that, well, Lampard made it clear today he didn't like that piece.
0: Um, which, which is, which piece, is, can I, hang on a minute, chaps, which is. is it, which piece, which piece? I don't know which piece you didn't like. Well, know. that's the piece, JK, that I, I, I worked so hard on today in the notes that I even put a link into it because. You know, I've read it. I've read, well, that's the, that's, that's the piece.
3: Did you mean the first
0: piece? No, no, him. that's the piece we're talking about. The he- yeah, yeah. Top, just, top heavy and lacking belief where Chelsea are going Aaron. around
3: for clarity anybody listening
0: that's all
4: yeah 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 i i suspect the news story about lampard's job being under threat also played a part in his reaction today but the what he stated was the piece that i wrote
0: I, i think look you know we i mean the the irony of course about today was that i read that piece today and i thought it was you know you know look you're a journalist i i write as well we like to write in particular ways so yeah i can see that there may have been a few things that were a bit prosaic you know in terms of what you were saying about frank but actually i thought it was a really good piece i thought tactically you you nailed it i would have i would have made the same points tonight and in fact i kind of have in in my running order in my own way but they're not a million miles away from what you were saying can i just just finish up on 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 what happened in the presser today because you know look my own view on it liam is that you know you're a big boy you're an adult you can handle it You know, I love you to pieces and and you you can write whatever you want to write. I love Frank Lampard, too. And he's a big boy. And, you know, if he doesn't like something, he's absolutely entitled to say it. Um, I quite I mean, I can you can be there's a duality to Frank doing that. You know, you can argue whether it was right to do that publicly or not. But, you know, he's entitled to be upset. He's entitled to air it. I wonder if there might be some. You know me. I can't help it being a psychotherapist. I wonder if there's something else going on as well. You know, because the the thoughts when I heard it was, well, well, why you? You know, I mean, I know you were there, so that of course made you quite an easy target. Uh, but why why you? Why now? Maybe he's maybe he's sending out another message. And I think you know the players were shonky as hell against Leicester. There's no denying it. I love them all to pieces, but I can I can call them out when I think they played shit, and they did. Maybe maybe what he's trying to do is to deflect some attention off them. I remember that this is a guy who played under Mourinho for a long time. What do you reckon? Yeah,
4: well, that, yeah, well there's a couple of things there. Um, the first is that if you if you look at the context of the presser, um, he was pretty short and chippy building up to that point.
0: He's not in a good mood, yeah. is he?
4: No, he wasn't in a good mood for the entire press I don't conference. Blame him. Yeah, and I, of course, it's completely understandable in the context. Um, and he seemed to get more riled as the inevitable questions came about whether he was feeling pressure and his future and what it felt like to see other managers' names um, linked with his job. And then I think my question came after all of that. And the fact that it was me and he had he clearly had this piece in his head. um he saw an opportunity to address that, even though I was asking a question about something completely different. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing, I think is he he definitely dressed up his response to me as kind of defending his players. yeah he sounded he 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 phrased it as if your criticism of the players has been unfair, not objective. Um, he mentioned confirmation bias as well. and I guess, I'm not really the best person to talk about that because that's the way confirmation bias well, works. I'm it's glad better can, if someone else I, I know, tells I know, me whether I, I've got it or
0: not. I know Dan's um, desperate to come in, and I, and I promise Dan, I will. I will go to you next. But I, I mean, we were giggling on WhatsApp, and of course, you know, people probably don't know this. We have our own Chelsea Fancast WhatsApp group, and Liam is on it. He's one of the Chelsea Fancast, as are Sam and Adam. And we speak very freely. Obviously, there's a golden rule. It's a bit like a Fight Club. What, what, what said in the Chelsea fancast WhatsApp group stays in the one Chelsea WhatsApp app group. But uh, I, I've mentioned confirmation bias a lot recently to people, anybody who's cared to listen. <laughs> you know me. I'm not fussy, because I've been saying for weeks that I think there's just an assumption that Frank will get the sack because there's this assumption that that's what Chelsea do, and. I think if you go back in the last three managers, that's not actually necessarily the case. But anyway, enough of me, Dan.
1: Yeah, I no, just say, you know, Frank's got this job probably too early in his career. He's what's he two years into management, and this this is probably the first time he's actually faced some you know some severe criticism because last year was a is a free free reign pretty much because he hadn't spent any money picking up a team on the back of a transfer. Ban. and now we've we had a, a decent run, albeit not taking the world light. And this is probably the first time in his career he's had a real struggle. It's new to him, and he's got to get used to it. And also, I think, you know, it's, it's hard when you're people are criticising your work. You know, you're tired of it. And I think a more experienced manager may may have a different reaction, because he, he's learning his game as well. He's been, you know, he's got the top job probably too early in his career. And, you know, where does he go from here? He knows this is his big opportunity, which you don't turn down Chelsea regardless. He's now 80 months into it. It's not all doom and gloom. If you look at other teams around us, it's a crazy season. You know, we win two games and other teams drop points and it's a whole different ball game. We're not massively adrift. And it's a whole sort of, you know, this is what Chelsea's done in the past. Well, yeah, it's a very different Chelsea. This is not Chelsea of six, seven years ago with international captains throughout the team. It's not a Chelsea team that was bullying and dominating dominating players. We're re- almost like we're resetting. He's
3: just a Rod own back though, Dan, isn't been- he, by having 17 matches unbeaten. That was the trouble, I think.
1: Yeah, well listen, he we got to fourth I mean, spot last year, which nobody really expected. And listen, the, the part the problem is the whole the whole team is inexperienced, with the exception of Thiago Silva, seriously inexperienced, and the backroom staff already experienced. You know, J- Jodie Morris, Neil Edwards, the guy they got from um, Wigan as a defensive coach, they've got no experience. There's no wise head, you know. Frank's got no one to talk to. All the all the people he knows, like Joe Say, etc. etc., are are, you know in jobs he hasn't got anyone to, to you know to, to talk to there's always that's harry right. dan there's yeah, always but, harry yeah yeah <laughs> harry just say so you know you take it back down on the bare bones frank
0: down on the bare bones ask rosie you, for, for, yeah <laughs> i i, I said so like
1: i'm kind of my view is this and we're halfway through the season we're not adrift i think if we if we were adrift severely oh, we were saying be before the show weren't quicker. we we look at liverpool yeah yeah,
0: yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, Liverpool, you know, all, all this about compare Lampard to Klopp. The only thing you can compare is that Klopp, Liverpool gave Klopp time. You know, Klopp was a serial winner before he came to, to Liverpool. So, so in terms of like for light, you can't compare. But Liverpool gave Klopp time. It took four years to get to where they are now. That's what it's all about. Yeah. Frank, Frank, listen, they're going to give Frank time or they're not. It's, it's kind of like his binary, isn't it? They're going to stick with him. If we become seven, eight, nine, ten points adrift, then I think... Yeah. You know, they push the bus. I mean, look,
0: just, to, just to put a line under that, Dan. I, I, my own view is that I think that they'll wait till the end of the season. That's that's my own view. Yeah. I've written about that, and there it is. Anyway, enough for me, Jonathan. I know you're champing to get to the. Into I was the...
3: going to say that Bruce Buck's given his vote oh, of yeah, confidence.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. So is that real? No, that's fake. And he did that's that fake. to
3: Ancelotti two weeks
1: before. Is it, is it time real? Time. Is it
0: fake news? I don't that's know. Fake. What
1: that's fake you know, because they spelled "center" the American way. Oh, nice cool. such, such Yeah, but Bruce, Bruce is
0: American. Maybe they yes, were the Chelsea
1: community would not write that bad English. just <laughs> a really awful, awful bit of English. I know, let's
0: let's ask somebody you might know. Do you know what we're talking about, Liam? There was there was something certainly on Facebook uh, yesterday. I rarely know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most sensible thing I've heard in about well, 13 years. These-
4: all these references to old tv shows and, and <laughs> well I come on here. i'm just I, i'm sitting here soaking it in but it's kind of
0: i know global. i know it's like we, i know it's, <laughs> uh, well somebody compared us to the golden girls the other week i think it was, Dan, was Actually, there you go. i love that, that. Uh, anyway enough enough the, um, the, can i just say one final yes, thing yes of course which,
4: you can um, just like the one the, the reason why i've kind of felt a little bit awkward about today i only put what i put one tweet out i mean i was the nature of the press conference: after you ask your question, you're muted. So I, I, I would, didn't want to. I didn't want to get involved into a sustained exchange with Frank anyway. I might have followed up with any injuries, um, but aside from that, I didn't really have any desire to. But the, the one thing I'd say is that everyone, everyone else has made a big deal out of this today. I yeah. I, put, I put one tweet out just, and that was it for me. But all I'd say is like this isn't. I don't see this as an issue, I I wrote what I wrote, Lampard is completely within his rights to let me know what he thinks yeah. about it, publicly or privately if he wants to, um, about it, about, or about anything else I write, and none of it really matters, because yeah. the only thing that actually matters is how Chelsea play on the pitch, and that's the only thing that's going to make
1: yeah.
4: a material difference
1: to to whether he stays in this job or not. Yeah. Do you, when you give your questions to the presser, do you have to give them in advance? No. So Frank said, no, okay, so Frank wasn't aware it was coming, so he can't prepare for it, as it were. So you, you can ask whatever you want off the bat, and then nobody controls what you say. To a point. But, yeah. I mean, that on. The can I enough,
3: a question second? Liam, do you not feel good, though, that he's clearly read your article? Um, I mean, seriously, as a... As yeah, a it's, it, it's flattering, He's, he's yes. paying attention to you. I think that's yes. completely... Personally, I think it's fantastic. It's I love, I love it's, the it's, idea, because you're then... You're part of that elite group the fact surely but with your peers they're going bloody hell he's paying attention to to, to, to this uh, this uh, this excellent article so in a sense if it has got under his skin that's it's really certainly, it's certainly flattering yeah. I, I i now worry whether
4: i've lost the subscriber <laughs> <laughs> We'll, we'll see. Well, but, um... I tell you,
0: no, I said on WhatsApp, Liam, didn't I? I said the fact that he mentioned confirmation bias made yeah. it, sent a shiver down my spine. So I thought, shit, we've been saying that on the fancast for weeks. He's probably listening to the bloody fancast. They... Well, bloody I, m- bloody I must share the story with the listener uh, that I shared with you guys on WhatsApp, which is absolutely true. Darren, uh, I, Frank used to run a pub in Chelsea, uh, and Darren knew this and knew that he would be in there with Christine. And Darren stalked him, because you know what Darren's like. So Darren stalked him and basically uh, stalked him and found him in the pub and presented Frank Lampard with uh, a a jiffy bag which contained a Chelsea fan cast T-shirt and several CDs of issues of the show. And this must have been, I don't know, eight years ago, maybe nine years ago. Uh, so there's a very good chance that Frank does listen, in fact, to the Chelsea fancast. So I think on that basis, we are probably next. So maybe he'll phone in on the show and say, Oi! No! But anyway, look, very quickly, Liam. I mean, God, I, I didn't, I really didn't want this to be the entire 20 minutes. But, you know, clearly it's it's a, a serendipitous opportunity for us all, really, isn't it? Um, <laughs> I mean, you wrote a very long article about it. So to expect you to say it in 30 seconds is really unfair. But if there was, maybe if I pick out something that that was salient to what I thought about Leicester, and I, I kind of summed it up, we, we, we haven't done a review of it yet, because obviously it was on Tuesday, but had we, I would have said, for me, the big problem at the moment is we're too easy to defend against, and too easy to attack, and what I thought was really interesting in your article was something, again, that we've been saying on the show a lot, which is there's a problem with the midfield here, folks. Now, we know that Kante wasn't playing, which I think you know exacerbates the problem but I thought your idea about the two-two-six formation um I mean you know Mike Bassett's probably wetting himself with that idea but I mean that that was clearly a problem wasn't it
4: well it, it was just the lineup was strange to me the moment it came out it looked incredibly attacking when when the deepest line midfielder is Kovacic who we know We've seen him play that deepest line role before. I don't think he's ever played it well because he doesn't have the defensive instincts for it. Um, and we know how far forward Lampard always sends Chilwell and James and and that's kind of their, their biggest contribution to, to Chelsea is their attacking contribution, really, um, in this system. He basically set up the team in a way that meant they would regularly be caught with two players back against maybe the best counter-attacking team in the Premier League. And Jamie Vardy's the best counter-attacking striker maybe I've ever seen. But yeah, so it, it, it struck me as a strange team and it played out that way on the pitch. Look, we saw with in the Conte era that that 3-4-3 three, three would regularly become a front five when Chelsea had the ball. So it's something that can work very well. But the difference was... They always had three defenders. They always had two de- two midfielders who were kind of a bit more conservative. There was balance in the setup, and it doesn't. It. I mean, it certainly didn't feel that way against Leicester. But it, There's been quite a few occasions now where it doesn't feel like there's a, a balance in the team and the structure kind of collapses at key moments. All
3: right, mate. The, the be- sorry, I could I say the bewildering yeah, yeah. bewildering selection of Rudiger, who just displayed all the errors that he made. Um, last season and relegated himself, we thought, to fifth choice. So the fact that he's been playing him has been... He made all the same errors. Again, you just think, what? Well, I don't understand what what's going yeah. on. That's why, we, that's why we keep looking for something else behind the scenes, particularly with the Tamari business. You just think, how has he managed to end up in the first team? Surely there's something, yeah. there's personality going on here or a kind of battle somewhere. I'm I'm confused by this kind of selection when he was absolutely awful in the game. You just mm. think...
0: It is weird, isn't it? Look, Liam, we've got to let you go in a minute, sadly. I mean, we could have had an hour and a half on this, but as we've got such an appalling reputation for timekeeping, I'm determined that the Friday show doesn't descend into those depths. But uh, final question, really. I mean, do you think uh, that Frank can turn this round? Based
4: on the things we've been hearing since kind of the beginning of January, um, and bear in mind that there's a lot that we've heard that we haven't written because that's just the nature of journalism. You can only write what you're absolutely mm-hmm. sure of at a, at the right time um I'm inclined to believe no this this feels very much like a situation where he, he might he might not he might not go soon he might well be given till the end of the season a lot of that depends on results um but it's hard to see. In being trusted now to be the man to oversee this long
1: term.
0: Oh, that was a really clever answer, thank you. Because I was about to go and say that's not really what I asked, but actually you answered <coughs> what, I, what what I did ask in two different ways, which is just shows what a genius you are. Because I think what you're really yeah. trying to say is that, like me, you think that actually, in the long run, which of course is the wonderful. John Maynard, Keynes in the long run were all dead. So what does that mean? But in the long run, yes, Frank can turn it round. But actually the club have decided that he fulfilled his use in a season where we had a transfer ban where they wouldn't have been able to hire anybody in their eyes decent anyway. So now they've decided that, okay, well, you know, Frank's not up to it yet. So we'll actually better get somebody in who is. Is that that what you're really saying?
4: Well, and and the decision isn't up to him, is it? He can't control that. So i mean even at the moment performances are trending the wrong way um but e- i mean they even if they start trending the right way what i'm saying is it, it's difficult to see in terms of the current direction of travel and the kind of yeah but conversations that can, that
0: can that change that, that can change and i think that's what you and i were both Results
4: can change the complexion definitely yeah. and and they can make people feel a little bit more reassured about things but the the conversations that are being had right now when they reach this stage in the brownrich era <clears throat> it generally only means one thing which means there will be a, a change it just
0: is a question of when so there you go same old bloody chelsea back to the drawing board Liam, i've got to let you go sadly um you've, yeah, you've, yeah. yeah i mean well done for coming on mate i it, nice. i mean look you know uh, you know that's it's bit it, i you know i, I appreciate that it must have been difficult today, so fair play for you to, to come on tonight and and uh, explain what happened. We love you still. That's all right, yeah. I mean, obviously, we love Frank Lampard more, but we still love you, all right?
4: I I accept that. I never enjoy reporting on managers under pressure, but unfortunately, when you cover Chelsea, it's part Part of of the job,
0: mate. Occupational hazard, isn't it?
3: remember Liam you'll be here when he's gone so well, you know it's better that way well you? I
0: mean you know that's something to remember we're all I mean you know the only constant in in a football club is the supporters maybe yeah, the people well, I mean, who run the club should bear that in mind sometimes anyway Liam brilliant well done mate uh we'll we'll see you very very soon you take care have a good weekend go and have a beer or something that, that's what I appreciate you guys enjoy your evening we yeah, will so cheers mate lovely stuff yeah. there you go Liam Toomey there of the athletic uh Now, almost as famous as Frank Lampard. Now, after the break, as I promised you, we're going to have the opposition view. We've got a lovely young lad who's waiting in the wings called Lewis Williams. We will see you in a minute. Real
3: fans, real opinions. I'm Jason Cundy,
1: and you're listening to the Chelsea Football Fancast. Proper Chelsea.
0: Footballfancast.com. Uh, right, welcome back to the Chelsea Fancast. This is me, Stanford Chidge, and I've got Jonathan Kidd with me. Uh, the lovely Dan Silver. He's gone to sleep. Oh, oh no, he's back. There you go. And, uh, a look, hello. He, he's back. Uh, anyway, we also had Liam Toomey on from The Athletic in the first part, which is really obviously very interesting given uh, the... Uh, presser today but there we go now it's time for this the opposition view yeah that's right time for the opposition view where we get to uh, talk to uh, somebody who knows far more about the opposition which of course is luton town uh, in the fa cup this weekend than we will ever know uh, we have the lovely lewis williams with us good evening lewis Hello, guys. Are you well? We're, well, I'm better now. I've got a beer, but yeah. So, come on, tell us. Tell us, you're, you're not a podcaster, you're a YouTuber, aren't you? Yes,
5: yeah, so I make uh, yeah, video content on YouTube where I do match previews, match reactions, um, basically anything and Town related, I make, and then also a little bit of championship content.
0: All right, good stuff. How long have you been doing that for? I've been doing
5: that since I was 16, so. Um, around about
0: 5 6 years now. Yeah, nice one. Good for you. All right. Well, let's get straight into it. Now, you know, I know I know you know it's got, obviously I, I mean all all of the people listening to this will get this. I mean, we're we're all quite excited about playing Luton uh on on Sunday for possibly one reason and one reason alone. And that's the last time that we played Luton was in the 1994 FA Cup semi-final, which obviously, you know, is historic for us because it was it, it led to our first final at Wembley. Uh, in the FA Cup anyway, certainly for, for 24 years, but actually more notable, more noteworthy for the fact that my favourite human being on the planet, uh, Mr Kerry Dixon, who's a Luton boy, of course, was playing for you lot, and we sang his name, that our first thought at 90 minutes was not that we'd got to our first FA Cup final for 24 years, but it was to sing Kerry Dixon's name. And it's he knows, he's gone on record, and I've talked to him about this, it's the most emotional Chelsea moment he had in his life, even if he was playing for you lot. I also happen to know that I don't think you were actually born then. No, I was not. So I can't talk to you about what it was like to be there, obviously, Lewis. But, you know, what I would ask you is, is what is, you know, is there a relationship between Luton and Chelsea? Is there a relationship between Luton and Kerry? You know, do, do you guys, you know, I mean, that was the last time you lot would have been Obviously, in a semi-final of a cup, and in fact, actually, I think that season, well you, you about two seasons before, you'd actually got relegated from the Premier, uh, from the Division One. You never quite made it to the Premier League, and of course, it's all been a bit disastrous since then. So, what do you, where do you stand on all of that?
5: To be fair, my family are obviously all Luton Town fans, and I'm thinking my dad and my granddad both went to that um, semi-final. But nothing's really been said in regards to the relationship between Luton and Chelsea. The only thing which I can think of in my head was when you signed the De Silva brothers from us in, our, in the academy. Yes. That's the only latest thing I can think about, which is recent. Uh,
0: I mean, it's... we. I mean, you know, these boys will know. Jonathan and... and... Dan in particular, you know, it seems really odd to be playing Luton or, or more to the point odd that we haven't played them for so long because we've actually played Luton a fair amount of times. I mean, you know, it was, it was quite a fixture in the day. I mean, there's also a bit of naughtiness going on in the 80s mm-hmm. as well, which I remember. I mean, what are your memories of playing Luton, Dan?
1: I think I remember going Kenworth Road, we got beat 2-0 and I was right at the very front and I am absolutely soaked. Well, we, really we got banned
0: from there a few times, yeah. didn't we? I think, By their I think, chairman.
1: Yeah, I think Kingsley Black might have scored. I think rings a bell. But definitely, we've had like Mick Harford as well as another link between Chelsea and, Italy and Mick Halford for the season he was your manager up until recently, wasn't he? Didn't Mark Before, Steen but, play uh, for Luton? He did. Yeah, Mark Steen. Yeah, we yeah, yeah. signed him from Stoke. Yeah, I, I think it's hard to remember. I think did Graham Sew so make his debut against Luton oh, at home? Hell. I can't yeah. remember. I can't remember what happened last I'm week. Sure, I'm pretty sure he made his debut and got sent off against Luton towards the end of the season. I think we drew three all. So, I've got a few memories, but I definitely go going to Kenilworth Road and get absolutely soaked
0: and getting beaten 2 0.
1: That so would have how, been, that <laughs> would
0: have possibly been in uh, in 1991. That's the last league game we had against them. I yeah, think. it would have been, yeah. Because I think yeah, I just had, yeah we, we so, yeah, we beat them 4 uh, 1 at home, but there we go. So, I remember if, when we
3: went down and um, uh, my dad phoned Eric Morecambe up to try and get a couple of tickets for the directors. That was and, um, we Yeah, uh, because
0: basically, Lewis, his dad is Ernie Wise. No, I'm oh, joking. Okay. I'm joking. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I, I, I don't think Lewis knows what we're talking about, George.
0: Eric Morecambe, you know where Eric Morecambe is?
3: Yeah, I know him. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but not Ernie Wise though.
0: Well, why says, not? It's Morecambe and it's Wise, a great Wally. but but I know. But I
3: just felt the 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 blank look on his face gave it away slightly. I thought <laughs> very, slightly. I know a uh,
5: little, little bit. A little <laughs> bit.
3: Of, exactly. Exactly. But and we. And we and I went along thinking, oh, we'll be far too good for this. He went to Kennel, kennel. He got a cu- we didn't get the director's box, we got a couple of tickets in the stand, which was very lovely of him. And um and we lost at Kenworth Road. And I think that's
0: the last time yeah. I lost Listen, I mean what I've been desperate to ask uh, Lewis, because I mean, you know, really Luton for us, I mean, this is the point really. Last time we played you was in ninety four. Uh, and they've very much been out of sight and out of mind ever since. And, you know, as I said, that that uh, couple of seasons before you got relegated from Division 1, what on earth has happened to Luton? Because they kind of really, really went down. I mean, you're you're back up now. I mean, you're, you're mid-table in the championship, but you've had a torrid time, haven't you? What happened?
5: Everything that you could possibly imagine has happened to Luton over the last 20 years. Um, dodgy owner, um, who destroyed everything about the club. And then it's been like a massive... Rebuilding job from there, really. We were harshly treated by the Football League. You know, the minus 30 points in League Two. You know, no other club's ever had that, despite breaking the same rules since. So we've just been recovering from what the previous owner did and what the Football League have done to us. So we're climbing back up. We're getting there. It may take a little bit longer. Um, stadium's on its way. Academy's improving. You know, the only way's up for us, really. We keep progressing.
0: So you've got a new stadium coming?
5: Yeah, it's going to be built in three years' time. Powercourt. So you're and leaving Kenilworth Road. Yeah, it's going to be a shame, but yeah. if we want to progress as a football club, we kind of need to leave Kenilworth Road.
0: Mm. That's interesting. I didn't know that. Now, um, what I do know about about Luton is that you know Nathan Jones, you know, garnered quite a reputation as a manager, didn't he? And he got kind of headhunted by Stoke City, which at the time was a a big leap for Nathan, because they'd only just got relegated from the Premier League, they had money, you know they had good owners uh He didn't do very well though he didn't last long though, and he went back to Luton, but he's a highly regarded manager and he's quite smart, isn't he? He, he likes to tinker a bit and change things round and he's very much a horses for courses kind of manager and from what I understand, and this is where I get worried, gents, you know me i'm such a I'm such a pessimist, but he likes to play five three you know he'll play five at the back, basically. Um, but he'll also defend occasionally with a high line, which means you know either we can hit you on the break, but also he will quite often like to hit teams on the break. So I'm a bit confused as to how he might set up against Chelsea. We've played
5: five at the back a few times this year, but it's not our go-to formation. Um, normally it's a 4-3-3 three, three, or a 4-2-3-1. We were famous under Nathan Jones for playing the Diamond, um, but then, obviously, you can't really play that type of system in the Championship or Premier League. But we do play with a high line. But five at the back against you guys, I don't think he will go down that route on Sunday. Um, I think because of we, we lack left-footers left recently with some players leaving on loan. So I've got a feeling he will play four at the back.
0: Right. Why won't he play? I mean... You know the the cynical amongst the Chelsea supporters, Lewis will say, "Well, what do you mean? He'll probably be playing ten at the back, won't he?"
5: To be fair, every, every team we play, we go for it. You know, you think
0: that the th- you think they will on Sunday?
5: Yeah, one hundred percent. We won't. Well, when we played Manchester United in the Carabao Cup at the start of the season, we didn't play our strongest lineup, and they had to br- Man United had to bring on over a hundred million pound worth of players to kill the game off. You know, so and we didn't play five at the back against United. So, I feel like. With, under, under Nathan, we go for it. Every game, We there's never a game under Nathan where we've gone and you know what, we're going to sit back for 90 minutes and just defend it because we're not good enough. That's not Newton. We like to play against teams. We like to give it our all. And when we were in League 2, we went to Newcastle in the FA Cup. We lost 3-1 that day, but we gave them a good go. And we didn't play five at the back of way to Newcastle. I know Newcastle and Chelsea, you know, there's a massive difference there. But we have that you know reputation of don't be scared of the other team you know fight it we we live for these types of games basically yeah. is what
0: i'm trying to say but yeah. well, it's a shame you, you know i mean we we say this every bloody week when we uh we get to play a team we haven't played for a long time or a lower league team that's such a shame that you can't be there because it, it it's potentially a great day out for you and of course this is a great time to be playing chelsea i mean what do you what do you think of what lewis has said there dan
1: yeah i think it's. It, Talks ourselves. I mean, Nathan Jones, obviously, you know, good manager, he's a great reputation. For whatever reason it didn't work out, Stoke, I don't think they necessarily bought into his to his ethos, is well respected. And I I like the fact they're going to come and attack us. It's great to see. I mean, who's going to be your danger man? Have you got like you know your key key man? Is that like someone who like pulls the strings or who'll be your the man to watch?
5: For us is Dewsbury Hall. He's been he's well known from Leicester City and Without him, I don't know where Luton would be this year. He will be playing in the Premier League next year, so I'd be watching out for him if I was you guys. Because Leicester fans rate him highly; they all wanted him to be recalled back, but we've gone yeah. past the, the recall date. But mm-hmm. he's highly rated, like what everyone. Is he's centre mid, so yeah. he plays a little bit like he's a bit like Kevin De Bruyne or David Silva type of player. Very good yeah. technically. What's, what's in a his a name again?
3: Hall. Hall. Did so, you? Dewsbury Hall. Involved. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Oh, sorry, Lewis.
0: Kieran Dewsbury Hall, but he scored uh, two second-half goals in his last four appearances. But um, J- James Collins is your uh, main striker, isn't he? He's got nine goals this season. He's pl- we've played against him. He played uh, for Shrewsbury when we played them in the cup a few years back. Where we, where would you say your weaknesses are? If Chelsea are looking to exploit, I assume you say down the left because you haven't
1: got any sort of natural left footers. Or um, no, we've we've got. Like I didn't
5: really explain the left footer situation yeah. properly. It's just. We've got left footers but then we're not the the greatest team attacking down the left-hand side. Um, We've got Dan Potts who isn't the best attacking left-back with our right-back James Breeze the better attacking right-back. But I feel like if you are the way you're going to score is probably set pieces against us um, because we're not the best at defending them. Counter-attacks because we've got slow set-of-backs so when we do play a high line um, if you pin the ball over the top they ain't going to catch Yeah. So I do think counter-attacks I feel it's quite hard to say because we play better against teams who play football. That makes sense. Yeah, it's right. when you play a physical style of play against us, that's when we flop and that's where we start not becoming the in which we love watching. So, in the Championship, you've got Mirwall, Cardiff, Mildersborough, those types of teams playing like such a defensive now style of play physical. Who is Bournemouth? Yeah, there you go. Bournemouth, they played the game on the floor, played attractive football but we love playing against teams like that because we know how to play against them and we know where their weaknesses are and we can obviously try and beat them yeah. that way. Oh. So that's why I believe we will go at you guys in this game.
0: Although you have had a problem scoring away, haven't you? You've not got many goals away from home recently.
5: Yeah, that's it's that's the problem at home as well. We just we struggle to create chances and then when we do create chances, we're not clinical in front of goal and that's I think that's down to lack of Championship quality. Collins is a championship striker now, but this year he's he's not been the same player. He's missed a lot of like sitters this year, which he doesn't normally miss. So going forward for us is where it's going to be a problem. That's what worries me in this game a little bit, because if we do get a chance, like against Chelsea, you're going to have to take it. But in my head, I don't think we are going to take it because we're just not clinical in front of goal. But then again, the game against Bournemouth away, that proved me wrong. We took. Hall yeah. had his second chance of the game and he took it. So it just depends how clinical we are on the day.
3: Hang on down,
0: Jonathan. If
3: you, if you went ahead, would you then defend? Is that in the in the nature of the team, particularly? or you um, defend, it, depends, uh,
5: but it depends how the game's going. Um, if we go ahead in the first half, I don't see why we wouldn't push for a second in the second half, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. If we score, like, I say, after an hour, then I could see us defending and just like holding them to the lead, it just depends on
1: how the game is going. When
3: it is, when it is in the game, yeah, I understand.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, sorry, Dan, you wanted to chip in with something?
1: Yeah, I was going to say. I guess it's a free hit for you guys, isn't it? I mean, you know, mm. you're not expected to to do anything, so you can pretty much go carefree and just enjoy the enjoy the day. Yeah, well, there's, but,
5: there's no pressure on us whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. All the pressure's on you guys to beat us. Well, and obviously, that, Lampard's uh, is massively under pressure. Any
0: yeah, so Yeah, as I said, said good. Lewis, it's a really good. It's a you know if. <laughs> I mean, quite normally you would say there's never a good time to play, you know, a top side. But I think if ever there is a good time to play us, it, it's Sunday. They were, they were, Chelsea were awful against Leicester mm. on Tuesday. They just, they just looked clueless and and had no balls, really, to put it bluntly. So I don't know. I mean, it could go either go either one way, couldn't it? I mean, you could you could put the. I mean, I, I I I you know, we're we're so good in the cup. This is the thing, and we're actually really really good. Gone are the days when I mean, we're all old enough to remember when Chelsea would play a lower league team, decide to take the day off and get beaten. But, I mean, actually, the reality is if in the, kind of the modern version of Chelsea, you just don't really see that anymore. I mean, there's only two games that I can remember in the last 20 years where we've done that. And one was losing against Barnsley on a cabbage patch. Yeah. Uh, the, the worst one was, was losing to bloody Bradford City, who turned us over 4-2, having been 2-0 down, which is one of the most horrific... Experiences I've had at Chelsea for a long time, which led to me getting very drunk afterwards. It has to be yeah. said. So it it could be a good time to play Chelsea, but the reality is it's going to be really tough for you. So how do you see it going?
5: Yeah, like like you said, it's it's going to be tough. I, I just want us to give you guys a fight. Don't make it easy. Like we are going to lose. Let's not lose four or five nil. Let's try it. Like for me, let's make it respectable. Like respect it. Enjoy the occasion, but just try, you know, like the last two away games, which we've had, we've had Bournemouth and Brentford, both teams looking to get promotion to the Premier League. So we, we kind of are going into this game on the back of two very good away performances. Even though we lost against Brentford, we still put in a very good second half performance. So I just want us to fight. If we can fight, that's all I care about. Just showing that fight and believe that we can do it. Like you said, Bradford done it and so did Barnsley. Why can't we? Yeah,
0: fair enough. So come on then, how's it going to go? What's your prediction, Lewis?
5: I reckon you guys are going to win 2-0. I think Lampard's job is too much at risk. The players have to perform. Like There's no excuses for you guys not to beat <laughs> us. This is what I'm trying to say. Like The amount of money you've spent, your squad's worth so much more than ours. So for me, there's no excuses. But there's no pressure on us.
0: Yeah, indeed. Anybody else before we let Lewis go? I think, isn't
3: Kante playing on uh, on Sunday? I think he might be back as well. So the uh, the pressure might be
0: less. On I, the they meet. may not risk him though, but we'll see. Yeah, I, don't, I don't think he's in the sport, JK. Yeah, there JK. You go. All right, Lewis, you've been fantastic, mate. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, yes, I, I yes. mean, I'd like to wish you all the luck in the world, but I can't possibly do that for Sunday, as I'm sure you understand. But, you know, as somebody who's old enough to remember when Luton had a really decent side, you know, going back to the kind of the 80s, you know, it'd be lovely to see you get back up there. So I, I, I can certainly wish you luck for the rest of the season in the Championship and maybe get into the playoffs and and have a crack at getting back into the Premier League.
5: Thank you, guys. Thank you for having me on.
0: No nah, pleasure, mate. You take care. Well done,
3: mate. Really excellent.
0: Thank you so much. Good, thank you. If you just uh, zip out, Lewis, and then we'll, we'll we'll pick up. Just quickly, one question, oh, yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah, of course. Do you,
5: reckon, do you reckon you're
0: going to be playing a strong lineup?
5: against us like what type of lineup you? Reckon? yes i
0: do but we're, we're gonna we will, yeah. we're gonna talk about that in a minute but yeah i do because i think i think so many of our players are out of form he needs to play them back into form that's my own oh, view okay. but you know normally he would he would maybe put maybe about three or four youngsters in but you've got to remember okay. we, you know we've got three or four youngsters playing for us every week now so it's it's yeah. a, a bit weird but uh, i think you might end up playing a pretty strong lineup on sunday sorry to disappoint you well, there you though. go. Fair play. We don't know, do we, Chidge? The way no. oh, good thing is Keppel Kepp being girl, so you got a chance. Oh God, Keppel Kepp Kepp. being girl. She Put Keppel in. Yeah, that's fine. Oh,
5: oh okay, that, that makes me a little bit more happy.
0: <laughs> All right, lovely stuff, Lewis. Good to see <laughs> you, mate. See, see you, guys. Down, Take bye. care. Perfect. Thanks. Right that was brilliant lovely to hear from uh, from Lewis Williams there who's a a, a Luton Town uh, blogger youtube blog is it a vlogger jk is it a vlogger uh, I don't know
3: I he's got his own channel he's more he's, he's in in charge of his own destiny, is he isn't channel he? he's, director. He's, yeah, he's a he's a he's a broadcast um, executive. executive. He's
0: exactly, <laughs> he might give us a job, JK. You <laughs> yeah, never know. That'd be nice, that'd <laughs> <be>. <laughs> anyway, he was brilliant, and really enjoy that as I always do. Now, uh, after this very quick break, it's our turn to tell you what we think is going to happen on Sunday. George, JK. In all the years you've been following Chelsea, you hardly ever miss a match, home or away. But how would you feel? if you couldn't be there, and it's not on TV. Oh, Chich,
3: I'd be bereft. Inconsolable. The thought of missing my beloved blue boy's life.
1: <laughs> it's all too much. <laughs> I
0: know, JK, I know. It's all a bit too much, isn't it?
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: well, panic not. Nord VPN have come to the rescue. They have? Yep, Nord VPN allows us to watch any match, even if it's not on live TV here.
1: I'm Jason Cundy, and you're listening to the Chelsea
0: Football Fancast. Up the Football
3: FootballFancast.com
0: Right, welcome back. This is the Chelsea Fancast Friday night preview show with me, Stanford Chidge, him down there, Mr. Jonathan Kidd. Whoop. And him up there, Mr. Dan Silver. Hello, hello. Of course, that's meaningless when I actually, you know, you know kind of introduce you locationally. Get it, you get it but nobody else we have a it. bloody but clue what it, i'm talking about to, yeah.
3: according to my gallery i'm i'm above Dan. so in fact i shouldn't be i'm not actually down there yeah. i'm yeah. above i don't mean yeah. that i don't mean that, well. that metaphoric this is like this I mean, is
0: like that um,
3: um, a phys- um physically with like that
0: 60s sketch i look up to him but i look down to him you know i always love that anyway uh we should get on with it really um we had a lovely chat with lewis williams for who's a luton town uh youtuber uh very interesting to hear from him Um, And I mean, he kind of was quite interested. I mean, it was off air, really, but he was quite interested in in, in what kind of team uh, we think might happen on Saturday. So it's probably most sensible to start with that. Um, As you know, because I said, you know, kind of off air, I think, JK, that Frank is going to start a pretty strong team because I think after the debacle against Leicester, it's just so clear I mean, actually, somebody, I wish I, could, I wish I noted these things down at the time, but I do remember somebody putting a tweet out um, which basically listed most of Chelsea's squad saying either out of form or never been in form, which I thought was a bit harsh, but actually quite fair. But, I mean, the reality is that so many players are really out of form and he needs to get a tune out of these guys. So I think he's going to start with a pretty strong side.
3: Well, I I find the words out of form just really bewildering because they were so awful.
0: Chill for example, oh, out of a,
3: form. Got shadow of his former self to a degree. You think, God, they paid over fifty fifty million for him. I Almost said thousand of a different era. Um, uh, i I found the performance utterly bewildering. So, um, uh, you wonder whether he might give a a chance to several people who we haven't seen before. You know, give um, um. Timo and go I oh, mind you, I said this for the last round we were hoping he would play just because he's he, he's done well for the for the youth and it gives another option but at the moment um it, it seems that that Frank keeps going on about the basics but it's it's a kind of sort of actually being committed to the team that appears to be missing as well from it which i find very very um difficult to cope with you're you just watching in slight disbelief that these are these, it's not a question of downing tools that we talked about before, but you, there, there appears to be no teamwork and uh, and a complete lack of everything we would expect for a team playing who were uh, who've won so many trophies in the last few seasons. And um, you, you, you. Uh, I mean, I was. I, you hope we hope that Gilbert gets a game. Can you give Gilbert a go? It would be nice. Because, Who's Gilbert? Sorry, sorry. Gilbert, Gilbert Grape? What are you talking Gilbert, about? Gilbert Gilmore. I like calling him Gilbert. He, he strikes me as a Gilbert. Um, <laughs> Jonathan was away with the fairies. Yes, we apologize.
0: Um, we apologize for the dementia interruption. Yeah, Normal yeah, service will yeah. be resumed soon. Sorry about that. Yeah. Um, so he's the uh, only one who doesn't drink. That's the frightening thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I know. It's, all, it's it's all falling apart. This end. Um.
3: But yeah, as, as long as he doesn't play Rudiger, please. Can we,
4: can we, can <laughs> can ever we, again, ever again, again. Jonathan. Please, please, can we have?
3: Can we have? Can we go back to the partnership that I thought worked vaguely, oh, the yeah, Silver and Zuma? You know what? What? What's this been about? What did he pick Rudiger for twice? Rudiger
0: just. Well, there was that yet. rumor, wasn't there? Jones, that jo- Jonathan, Jonathan, yeah. there, there was yeah. that rumor kicking around that there was a bit of politics at play there, that he yeah. was either. Grumbling too much, being too uh, kind of disruptive by being left out, or they're putting him in the shop window. I think that's the least likely argument, given how shonky he is. But you know, trying to get him out by playing him a bit and saying that he's still okay to play. You know, who knows? But I can't understand it myself because he's not good enough.
3: You can't do that. You can't play somebody in the shop window. You put him, you play him in the Luton game if it's a shop window, but you don't yeah. play him against. Uh, that top class. Premier well, it's, it's interesting because we're
0: getting we're getting some pushback on Mixler, which I I should have said earlier on. I've I've, I've ignored the Mixler people uh, singly tonight, and I'm very apologetic about that. But go blue or go home says I don't think Rudiger did anything wrong, Jonathan. Well, I have to say that positionally I think he's woeful, and I think his distribution is equally woeful. He just hoofs it up, you know. Silver will do a long forty yard pass to feet. Houdiger just hoofs it, and it just—it's just not good enough. But you know, we're all entitled to an opinion. I get how, that. How
3: can he not have done anything wrong when we lost easily and he was out of position and he went for the same ball on several occasions yeah. as uh, as Silver? I don't. Are, are we watching? Well, the- actually,
0: I, the other thing that was—we we had—we we didn't really because okay. I mean, we, because of Liam's contraton with Frank today, we didn't really get to review the Leicester match much. But you know, one of the things I thought was interesting was that by playing. Uh, this, I can't remember again where I found this, but it was really a really good point. But by playing Rudiger, that meant that to accommodate Rudiger, Silver had to play on the other side. You know that he wasn't playing in his usual position, yes, and that's yes. just very silly, is the polite way of putting it. Dan, anyway, that's shit crazy, yeah, yeah Dan, poor I mean, old, who do you think's going old, to sorry, say, James? Doesn't look fit enough, does he? Well, I, I don't right. think I was going to no, say I don't I, think he'll I, play I, James I can't. I mean, he he had a, he had a horror, but I I think he's not fit. So actually, get his operation sorted out because you're not doing him any favours. No. You know, you can't afford to have a young player playing not 100% fit, making mistakes and shattering his confidence. confidence. So just bite the bullet. Get his operation done and get him back to fitness as soon as you can. Dan, who's yeah, going to start well, on I, Saturday, mate?
1: Yeah, I mean, the problem with that is Azpi, you get a pacey left wing, is going to be massively exposed like he was, has been. But I think he'll play aspe, I think he'll play well. Zuma, Silva, Gilmore, Mount, Havertz, and then the front three. I guess it's as good as mine. I think is still injured, isn't he? I think.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, I, I play Tima down the middle. I play um, Pulisic and. Um, Hudson Doi. Pulisic and Adoy. Adoy should be playing on the right side. Adoy should because he's done really well.
3: You we, could, yeah, well, but he he still didn't play well against Leicester. Oh, I no, played well against
1: Leicester. I so. was
3: bemused about how Adoy, we thought he's been getting his opportunities, been playing excellently, he's been playing one at the best. And he was just the whole team were pounds, so you know, yeah. you know everyone around is playing powers, it's very hard for you to sort of stand yeah. out and oh, be yeah. good. I mean, I mean, Leicester were just in second gear all the way through. It was it was, just... They were just effortless. Uh, but that's what they,
1: Manassas said afterwards, that, you know, that they were organized well with your team. If ever think of Brendan Rodgers? he you knows how to organize
0: a team. Yeah. He's a good and coach. He Dan. Well. He's a good coach. He's a very good coach. And they're a good team, you know, and I mean, look, I mean, I think people forget this as well. I'm not trying to make excuses for for Chelsea's performance on on Tuesday because it was clearly not good enough. And I mean, you'd have to be blind not to admit that. Uh, But Leicester are a good side and, you know, he's got a good team going there. You know, they they, they know each other's game. They don't look like Chelsea, who look like a bunch of strangers and individuals at times. But um, they also went top by beating Chelsea. So, you know, they're in good form. You know, so think, you know there are. I mean, it's not a mitigating circumstance, but I think it's a re- realistic view of where we are at the moment compared yeah. to Leicester.
1: What I like to see also is Frank just say, right, I'm going to have that. This is my eleven. I'm going to give them five, six games. I'm not going to chop and change. Maybe interchange one or two for tireless, but not wholesale changes week in, week out because there's no continuity. So you know, Timers down the middle, a winger, two wingers, and then just have a real. Mm. Well, Five, six, seven, eight games. Listen, we got Wolves and Burnley coming up after the, um, the FA Cup, and that I think these will be the three defining games of Frank's tenure.
0: Well, I, I mean, that's what I couldn't understand about recent team selections too. Yeah. I mean, there is a there is an aside to this, which you know, I've I've often claimed with Frank that actually, what Frank will do, unlike any other Chelsea manager we've seen, I I can't even go that far back, but. I I don't know, maybe it's just naive, uh, fantastical thinking on my behalf, but I genuinely believe that because of the connection that Frank has to the club, because of his love of the club, that the decisions that he makes are in the best interests of the club and the players at that club, not himself. So whereas other managers would just do everything they have to do to to save their neck, I don't think Frank will. I think he'll do what's best for the club. Uh, Just my belief, I could be wrong. But nevertheless, that notwithstanding, I think, you know, I think he'll pick uh, Rudiger and Zuma. I, I don't think that Silva will start because I, I worry about the... We've got oh. Wolves next week. Yeah, true. And yeah. I don't think he has it in his legs. I think Kepa will start because we've been seeing Kepa, um, you know, in the uh, uh, you know, in the Cup games. Yeah. Yeah. I think... Is Christensen Ch-
3: just- uh, still injured? Sorry to interrupt. Is Christensen
0: still injured?
3: Well, fit for what? Do <laughs> you think he might pick him instead of? Well, I him. hope
0: not because I don't think he's. I mean, you know, he should be good enough against Luton. Let's be honest, but you know. there's no, there's
1: no because Gouery's on loan. There aren't any really young centre backs in the squad, are there? Well,
0: not now. Tomorrow he's gone off right. on loan, which is, I think, pretty much been. uh oh, um, he's it's been Milan. Have announced yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, but uh you know, Kepper. Obviously, I think I wouldn't be surprised to see Emerson start. Although I think Chilwell needs to because I need. I think he needs to get some confidence back. Yeah. You can't start Reese if he's not fit. So Aspi starts. I don't think Silva will start. So I wouldn't be surprised to see Zuma and Rudiger. But you're right, mate. I, you know you could quite easily see Christensen come in. Yeah. Uh, I don't think Cante will start. And in fact, again, if he's getting an over injury, I wouldn't start him. Yeah. I know. I don't want to see Jorginho play for Chelsea again ever. So yeah. he's got to play Gilmore, and I can't see yeah. why he won't. You know, unless there's well, something about his recovery. Well, unless there's something about his recovery that we don't know about. Yeah. But I would start Gilmore. Mount always starts, and and I think he has to because he's the one player in that team who gets it and works his bollocks off and puts in a shift. You know, apart from everything else, you know he's frank on the pitch. Yeah. Uh, I would absolutely start Havertz because Havertz needs confidence returning to him, and he'll only get that by playing. Um, And I would start Werner for the same reason. You know, he is not going to get back into form unless he's scoring goals and having the chance to do so. So Havertz and Werner have to start for me. And then it's a question of who starts on the wing. Um, I think, you know, Ziyech is in shit form. There's a good good call to be made to start him. And again, Pulisic is trying to get back into form. So why not start them both? We know Hudson-Odoi is doing all right. We know Frank's happy with him. You could say that he's got less to prove now, so you know, in in that in that sense, you know, maybe he needs less of a run than Ziyech and Pulisic. So there you go. That's my side.
1: More or but, less agree, uh, aren't we? I think. I think so. Well, we, you, well, we, we usually
3: do. To be fair, we we, we almost we 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 chose a similar team the other day, didn't we? And were, and completely, we're, wrong. we're completely wrong. Completely wrong. like
0: disappointed by that well, we, isn't it, is it just as when people don't listen to this for our expertise and knowledge isn't it really <laughs> <laughs> all right well look apart from that i mean you know we we don't know who he's gonna 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 pick i mean what i would say is that you know frank knows how important the fa cup is for this club um it was very good to him as a player for us he knows how much we love the fa cup so you know I hope he's got it into the players how important that is, and 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 that we wanna we wanna do the best we can. But also, um, I think the most important thing is, I mean, there's been a lot of talk about this this week about you know has he lost the dressing room? Is there a divide in the camp? All these kind of things. Um, I I don't know why they they didn't put in a shift last week. I, I I hope Frank's finding that answer this week. But you know they've got to put a performance in on Sunday that says, I want to play for this club, I like playing for this club, and I want to play for this manager, and I'm prepared to walk through a bloody brick wall to do it. Nothing, anything less than that is not going to be good enough in my book, and and, and that's what I want to see. J.K.? Can
3: I just make an observation? Uh, all last season, at 70 minutes or whatever the, the, wherever the match was going, he would always um, ostentatiously chat to Jody. They would they would have a chat. Jody would come to the front and they'd have a talk and they would look at a few have a few ideas and a few. Um, Jody might get an iPad out or something. I haven't seen it at all. Was he scene. watching Netflix? It could have been that. It's actually, she was showing some porn or something. <gasps> some you can't porn. say
0: things like that. That's only, uh, that's
3: allegedly, by the way. Yeah, completely allegedly. No, as, as a joke, obviously. Obviously not in the middle of a football match. But um, it could be football porn. It could be old Chelsea goals. Or perhaps he's showing him a goal that he scored when he so was So you're playing. using
0: porn as a kind of a like a verb, really?
3: Yeah, yeah, to porn. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. To, uh, to Gilbert. Yeah, exactly similar. Um, so, uh, no, I'm just bemused as to what role... Jody's having in this at the moment. Well,
0: Jody is the guy who sets it up, you know, tactically, really. That's that's his role, from what I'm led to believe.
3: Well, then he's... Uh, there's he a problem. <laughs> yeah, you know, nothing's happening, is it? Perhaps he's not doing it anymore. or Perhaps whenever he does do it, Frank disagrees. Or perhaps... There's... I'm just. It was just something I noticed. They were very much more of a team last but season. But there's, there's a... And the... I'm not getting that at all. Well, I,
0: I, I, you know, I think in a sense... I, look, here's the thing, people. And this is a big thing to bring in at the kind of the 11th hour, but... It's very difficult for us because, I mean, none of us have, have managed a football club, obviously, but um, or coached one, more to the point. But I think it's really difficult for us to gauge how difficult it is to... Well, actually, do you know what? I mean, I don't know if you've ever had any experience of managing anything else, but I think the same rules apply. If you have a really good group of people who are, who, are, who have formed and bonded and you know become a really good team, and then... In the next year, you bring in four or five different people who have to be absorbed into that team. It can be really, really discombobulating and really disruptive. And I don't think we... I mean, we've seen it. I've mentioned this in articles that I've written about what happened to Fulham uh, a couple of years ago, what happened to Villa last year. It can be really difficult to, to absorb and get them to gel and, and, and redefine that, that bond and that team ethic. So when, when I think you say last year, Jonathan, yeah, but they looked a real team last year. I agree. They did because they were, but this is a different year and you've got to accommodate all those different uh, players and changes and maybe it's proving to be really difficult. And egos, of course. Oh, well, there's always that as well, you know. Maybe they just don't, maybe he just doesn't manage the uh, Chelsea Football Club in the brilliant way that I manage all The different personalities and egos on the Chelsea fan cast
3: one has, yeah, and one has to remember, yeah, that we are unbelievably egotistical, me and Dan, for example, and
0: uh, and you do very well. And obviously, you. I'm not, I'm just so shy and retiring,
3: you are, you are, and
0: accommodating.
3: You're the wallflower, <laughs> yeah, you are a wallflower, yeah, so yeah. there you go. Lampard, Lampard out, chidgin. One statement to make is. Havertz and Werner were two of the best players in the Bundesliga last year.
0: Yeah, but it's a different league, mate, isn't it?
3: It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Well, it does matter bigger. because
0: they're playing for different managers. They're playing for diff- with yeah. different players and different systems. You know, all the of these things come into needs, it. That, that team
1: through a pandemic. It's yeah. just it's, it's a very, Listen, I tweeted during I know, the no, but I'm, I'm just trying to look
3: from the club's point
1: yeah. of view. That's listen, I, I see well,
0: if you, sorry, Dan. If you look at it from the club's point of view, we're doomed because there's not one person on that board. And what I mean by that... I mean, Bruce, Guy Lawrence, Marina, Eugene Tannenbaum. I don't mean Petacek, because I think Petacek probably knows more about football than you, me, and Dan will ever know. But that lot, I would put money on the fact that I know more about football than any of them. 100%. Yeah. I
1: I tweeted the week that Frank's come in. He's had to deal with the transfer ban, a pandemic, a back to back season in 18 months. That's for any manager, that's a hell of a lot to take on. And that's ridiculous. I mean, that's just three, you you know. he didn't sign up for that after the transfer ban. No one could have foreseen the pandemic. And then literally back-to-back seasons, three weeks in between, no time to gel, no time to get the players integrated. It's it's, it's tough. Then, Even, look how
3: tough Klopp's finding as an yeah, experienced manager. Well, I agree, but there must be something happening that, that has got... As, as maybe, Liam, maybe that it's not. said that they're lining up a whole... Because he was saying business that it's that he didn't the, want the, to talk about. Yeah, this yeah, is not yeah. a
1: proper business. Yeah. Do, I'm sure Mourinho, they were looking at people maybe off season three or season four... You know, I'm sure. I'm sure they do
3: it as a matter of course. They talk to people. They talk to agents. The same way they do to players. It doesn't mean it's going to happen. The imprec- I know, but he was almost inferring that. that that, that far gone. That it was too far gone. You that
0: know? that, my friends, is the living, breathing definition of confirmation bias. And if we had, yeah. if we had Martin, and I wasn't going to push Liam on that. He's had a rough enough day as it is without me pitching into him. But actually, that's what Frank's talking about. You know, it's it's yeah. it's confirmation bias in the fact that, you know, journalists write an article, okay, and in a sense, unconsciously want it to become true, because it validates what they've said, and it makes them look like good journalists. Yeah, yeah. You know? I'll ask me. A stop a stop clock
1: is right twice a day. Frank's going to get sacked, or he's not going to get well, sacked. Well,
0: I mean, Frank is going to get sacked at some time. It's not a question yeah. of if; it's a question of when. I would prefer it's after about five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, whatever years, you know, when he's done a brilliant job and created a, a brilliant team to rival the one that he played in, and put, yeah. and made these fan, you know these youngsters into fantastic first team world class players. That's what I want to see because yeah, I think well, we I think we need to we need you know if 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 you dis- okay purely by luck and serendipity we found ourselves in a pickle with the transfer ban it provided the conduit to putting a lot of these youngsters in we know that roman wanted that and has always wanted that well if that's what you want deal with the pain in getting there and and be patient about it you know don't have fucking small testicles and throw your toys out of the pram after a season and a half you know that's my view but they're the ones that run the club and it's their ass and their money on the line, so you can understand why they might do that. I fundamentally disagree with it, but that as is my right. But you know, there's bugger all I can do about it, unfortunately. Yeah, agreed. Anyway, on after that mini, that's almost a rant by me there. Goodness me, the beard well, talking. It was okay. Definitely. It was all right. I'll take that. I'll take that. Right, listen, chaps. Um, what is going to happen? How do we see it going? I'm going to give you a stat before you are answer that. All right. Which I love this stat. I didn't even know it existed. One of the nice things about doing this show on a Friday is I get to steal Rick Glanville's wonderful work on uh, his pre-match briefing. Dan's grinning because he's figured that out. But this is a great stat. Chelsea's previous eight FA Cup home wins came to nil. How about that,
1: Dan? That's impressive, yeah. I mean, our our cup record is phenomenal over the last 20, 25 years. we, we, We just brilliant I said I love the FA Cup and I'm really sad we can't go that you know something about the FA Cup when you've got the entire away end um shadow and full of away fans from a lower league is always so much fun just just the, the sheer joy they get from coming to a, a Premier League club so that's I'm going to miss not going but it's, it's the FA Cup you've got to think you know we beat Luton and you know Norwich for hear in the next round we have hopefully got to pass the quarterfinals
0: yeah, I would thought of that. I forgot the fact that and there's
1: already... Yeah. One Liverpool man knew you going to go out. So Hampton or Arsenal are going to go out. Yeah. So some decent teams are going to drop by the wayside. So, you know, who knows? Who knows? Listen, Frank could turn it around, he could end up coming top four and win the FA Cup.
0: And I think I think this is the thing that, as you could say, I mean, I did, did do a bit of a rant there. JK was spot on. But I think that's my frustration because... Um, I think this season of all seasons, when things are so mad and unpredictable, and you suddenly see Man United utter shit at the beginning of the season, now they're at the top. Arsenal in seventeenth position, and now they're getting back. Liverpool on firing and all cylinders, and suddenly they're they're at they're as shonky as we are at the moment. Things lost turn their, around. Their home, their home, um, yeah. Their home, Yeah, home record,
3: haven't they? Which I rather yeah. loved. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. you but, know, they're, they're all the top some more impeachments than they've had home goals this year. Exactly. There you go.
0: You know things things this year are very odd and different and things can turn around and we are not adrift i mean we are not in Jose Mourinho territory in 2015 here by no. any stretch of the imagination where we played badly we there were you know there was a possibility that if something didn't happen we might get relegated it was re- it was that real i remember it and of course all well, the players hated him we're not in that territory at all so for the club to be wandering around you know I mean, I wonder what goes on at that club sometimes. I really do. And I think Dan, as always, he he nailed it, JK. Ultimately, I think you have to view Chelsea Football Club through one lens and one lens alone. And that's, it's all about money. You know, it's all about revenue. And and when they get a sniff that that might be affected, they do something.
3: But we've been saying this somewhere that if he doesn't make fourth and goes out of the Champions well, League... Early that that he, he's not fulfilling his part of well then their, wait wait their till of the bargain regardless of wait what till we, the end of the season and, then
0: wait till the end of the season if he doesn't do they'll, it
3: but they'll know won't they if he if uh, if, he, if he, they go out against Atletico and they and they're and they're, and, they're and, and the team's about 14th you know that that appears to me to be the kind of time they might be thinking and in the and,
0: and yet still there's no point doing that because you know it's not, you know the, the I, I get I get the I get the the converse argument. I'm, I'm playing devil's advocate. No, no, there, but I'm, you're right. Yeah. The converse argument is is that if you desperately want to get fourth and you really think that he's not going to get fourth, then act to try and make sure that we do. Why wait until it's a fate accompli and you don't make fourth? Yeah. But I mean, you know, what, what's you know, who knows? Look, at the end of the day, there's nothing we can do. What's gonna happen on Sunday, JK? Uh
3: we're going to win um four two. Four two? Yeah, I think they'll score twice because we're a bit we're a bit poor at the moment. Poor,
0: poor, poor. Yeah, very poor.
3: Poor. We're a bit
0: poor. Yeah. They're rubbish at scoring goals, though, Luton mate. And we don't let them in at home in the okay, FA Cup. Five one. Okay, three nil. We're going to win. Okay, you're going to go for three nil. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You sound really, really convinced. Well, I, don't, I they're, they're they're terrible at the moment. <laughs> um, you know, what do I? What am I supposed to say? You know, and,
3: I, I, I'm the man who earlier on said we we're going to win everything when we were playing wonderfully. How are the mighty fallen? Oh, you, know, right. you
0: see, you hexed I, it, mate. It's all your fault.
3: I did. I did. It was my fault saying when you said, you know, I said we're going to beat everybody. We'll end up winning the league easily, and I th-
0: This is the guy, by the way, who's still at the bottom of the Prem Predictions League. He's now been overtaken by Harry Burke, who only joined last week. <laughs> <laughs> You didn't know that, did you?
3: <laughs> well, but no, because uh, he's not part of the Chelsea fancast, is he? I only look at the Chelsea fancast bits, don't I? So well, you're well. bottom of
0: that one by a long way, mate. Of course I am. <laughs> okay. well, well, I
3: don't know why you bother to ask me to predict anything. If I'm going to get given a hard time. for.
0: But oh, well, gentlemen, me. we love you anyway. Uh, Dan, yeah, so he says 3-0. What do you say, Dan?
1: I am going to think we're going to turn up. A really comprehensive
0: performance. We're going to win five one. Okay. Well, I'm I'm going to go. I'm actually with JK here. I think three uh, nil. I think that stats a beauty, and I think that 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 I don't think Luton are very good at scoring. That's that's pretty much what all yeah, the. Oh, uh, so. uh, there's there's always that, isn't there? Fuck. Now I'm going to go three nil. Three nil. I'm going to stay with three. See now, what worries me is if I'm predicting the same as JK, that's dangerous. So I might say two nil. Okay, I'm going to say two nil. All right. I'm going to change my mind. I'm going to go two
3: nil. You, sure you don't want to go four nil just to be different. I'm from not me. feeling
0: that confident for a four nil. They're go a championship ahead. side. They're not like Morecambe. That's true. You That's know, true. they're not. They're not idiots. Anyway, the thing is, come Sunday uh, afternoon, we will know. We will literally know the score. I mean, what I do hope, as I said, the thing that I hope most for, whatever the result is, is that that they play you know they they play like they give a shit you know and they put they put an, a lot of effort in and they play for us they play for frank and actually they play for their own bloody self respect because i think they lost a lot of that on tuesday and they need to they need to put a shift in and put a performance in on sunday and that's what i hope for Right, you lovely people. Um, that is it. That's it for for this Friday. Uh, thank God for that. I I hear some of you saying, but uh, it's been brilliant to see so many people in Mixler tonight listening live. I'm sorry, it's always a bit hectic on Friday, so it's hard for me to kind of, you know, read all of your comments and and bring them in. Although I do try, but it's lovely to see you, nevertheless. Uh, me and J.K. will be back on Monday, of course, for the usual Chelsea fancast, and we'll be joined by the Right Reverend Tony Glover. And Dane Whittle, when, of course, we'll be looking back at the Luton match, which hopefully we will have won by more than 2-0. And, of course, we'll be looking ahead to the tough Wolves match on Wednesday. Uh, So there you go. Uh, Dan, always lovely to see you, mate.
1: Yeah, good to be on. Thank you very much.
0: Yeah, have an an enjoyable weekend. Stay safe, my friend. And uh, JK, always lovely to see you on a Friday. I've contributed very little tonight. Dan has been on fire. Been, yeah, uh, yes. um, yes. joy to
3: hear him. No, it's no good saying stop it. You have. You've been great.
0: Do you know I what your you best it. contribution has been tonight?
3: What? What? Uh, what? My my background's nice. Yes,
0: Darby yeah. Street. Yeah, Darby Street. Background. I used to have an office in Darby Street. Did you? I could. If you if you moved, I could probably see it. Yeah. Yeah. In the way. Yeah. No, your yeah. chairs in the way, but I did. I had an office in Darby Street have, when I was a media mogul. Okay. so there you go Those days are sadly long gone uh, but there you go JK lovely to see you as always my friend you stay safe take care this weekend and I look forward to reconvening on Monday
3: Monday
0: yeah. brilliant stuff right you lot out there thank you for listening see you next week until then keep it blue keep it carefree, and keep it Chelsea. up the chill. Hey.